Show with Sinat Nurani. Good morning, good morning, beautiful people, and Hi, welcome. Teresa, and welcome to the Mindset Matters Show. A bit of a technical issue there. I'm just going to reset for a second and let's go with the tune again uh, while I reset everything. So bear with me, please. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, You'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I I gotta keep trying This is Channel 2 Radio The Mindset Matters Show With Sinat Nurani Good morning, good morning, and apology. Hi, oh my and goodness, I'm not sure what's going show. on here. Uh, I'm so excited to have you on the show yes. because you're going to give us a whole new light of um, what it is. So I'm going to stop that there. Sorry, apologies. I'm having some technical issues this morning. Not sure what's going on, but uh, we'll get there eventually. So uh, as we are here, I'm your host, Zenat Narani, and also a mental health and well-being coach and therapist so you'll find me every friday at the same time same place talking all subjects that is around mental health and well-being so for those of you who don't know me i'm passionate about working with people who want to better their personal and professional life so not only do i love coming here every friday um i i work full-time self-employed as a coach to support people around mental health and it's so important that I you know I'm passionate about helping them through challenges such as anxiety stress uh, goal clarity confidence fears you know anything that's stopping them from living their full life now fundamentally I believe that it all starts from self-awareness and having the right tools and strategies in place in your back pocket as a preventative so you can just pull them out at any time that you need them so it's really important to have those things now if you want to find out more about me and my services pop over to my website www.zenatnarani.com and alternatively why not just book a call and let's get talking on Calendly dot com forward slash Zenat Narani. Okie dokie. So I'm going to do this a little different today. We're going to go straight into my next guest. She's absolutely delightful, Teresha Young, and she 
is an expert master um, practitioner in relationship coaching. So you're really going to enjoy this um, interview. There's lots of tips and tools because as we know, lockdowns happened and dating has kind of shifted a fair bit. But I'm not going to say anything else about that i'm going to play the interview um but in the meantime don't forget tweet in your comments and shout outs to zina underscore narani and don't forget to use the hashtag msm radio talks in your post and do continue to follow like and share because um, as we know, this show is all about bringing awareness, breaking down stigmas around mental health and well-being. But more importantly, to let people know out there and to recognize that you are not alone and that we all go through challenges and challenging times in our lives. And it's absolutely OK to not be OK and to take time for yourself and to ask for help. So do not be afraid to ask for help. Okay, so let's dive in to my next guest. And hopefully, I'm just going to press play because I don't want to fiddle with anything else. So it's going to dive straight into the interview. Is in terms of dating, uh, especially with the pandemic that we've had. And But first of all, you've just got so much experience, 15 years of experience, coaching, mentoring, um, within personal development, self-confidence, and you kind of believe in the true connection of oneself and others. So, yeah, you know, please do talk to us about the, you know, the mental health aspects around it. And I know that you're going to be sharing your blueprint of the four C's as well. So welcome. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here and for this opportunity to talk about, obviously, dating and what that looks like now and dating anxiety as well. Because as a relationship master coach, as you correctly said, that I am totally about guiding and also empowering individuals and couples to, it's the couples and the individuals who are seeking to improve upon their levels of happiness, their satisfaction and their optimism. So mm-hmm. that they have the fullness of love, life and relationships of all kinds that they truly desire and deserve. When it comes to dating, dating anxiety, we really need to understand more about ourselves. Because in order to have diamond dazzling, fulfilling, healthy, loving relationships, that connection, that relationship first starts with yourself. Yeah. It starts with you knowing, loving and trusting yourself because that then sets the bar and the tone for the relationships that you have now and will have in the future. Yeah, so it definitely is about mindset. It's about mental health. It's about having that, that mental resilience, that confidence, <laughs> standing in our true personal power, knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. Because how can we expect somebody to know who we are if we don't know ourselves? Absolutely. We've got to know our own value, our own worth, everything. Absolutely. And when it comes to dating, some of those things can come into question. We can start to have doubts because of all of the uncertainty around dating because dating can be a really exhilarating time. It can be really exciting getting to know somebody. Yeah. But equally, because it's so uncertain and because it's so new, we can get lots of questions and we can get the anxiety. And dating anxiety is actually a common social anxiety that occurs when Mm. we embark on a new romantic relationship or experience, and especially when it comes to dating. So most of us are going to experience it at some (laughs) way, shape or form. 
because it's like an uncertainty you know we don't know what's going to happen and when we us as humans when we don't know what happens we get very uncomfortable with it and then therefore the anxiety comes in before you actually talk a little bit more about that can you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, how you got to doing what you did and your experiences that would be great Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a corporate background. I was a HR manager. So basically, I was all about mentoring, advising, upskilling, also just empowering line management, senior management, directors, employees at all levels. So it was quite natural for me to move into coaching. Um, and the reason that I moved into coaching is because I went through a really difficult period of time in my life mm-hmm. whereby I had to seek um, some professional help and I had cognitive behavioural therapy, CBT, as some yes. people would know it as. Um, and it was a really challenging time in my life. I had experienced a relationship breakdown and I just could not get out of this really funky, wobbly time that I was in. And I became depressed. It wasn't clinically diagnosed but I just know that I was not myself Mm. at all and it got so bad and the feelings of unworthiness I don't deserve to be here anymore or I'm not love lovable I cannot be loved I can't love no what Mm. is quote unquote wrong with me it just became so overwhelming and unbearable so much so to the point where I decided I didn't want to be here anymore Mm. and I attempted suicide Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I um, had an impulsive overdose. Mm. I wrote my notes and I didn't expect to wake up the next day, to be honest with you, but I did. And that gave me, it was a message to me. It was a sign Mm. that it's not my time to go. And it gave me that, it helped me to step into my power again, to know that I can't stay in that situation. There's so much more to life and I'm going to do something about it. So I went spoke to my doctor um I didn't take any um, prescribed medication but I took CBT and it was through learning CBT and learning that we are in total control of our thoughts our feelings and our emotions and that yeah and it influences our behaviors I thought wow I'm not a victim Mm. I can be a victor as I always say, and I'm going to step into my power and I'm going to apply these techniques to myself. But wait, there could be other people out there who don't know about this as well. If I didn't know about it, if I thought that I was a victim to my circumstance, who else doesn't know about it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided to go and start teaching it to other people and become a coach in that aspect. Fantastic. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's sad in a way that we have to go through these things in order to realize but i think it's the the lesson is really important that we are learning from it and that we are taking that control as he said to change positively take your power back and move forward um i, I completely understand where you're coming from when it, you're saying about when you don't feel yourself because not in terms of relationships but i went through my own mental health when i was a primary teacher full time so and it it was that moment when you find yourself, you're always, you're not yourself and you're always crying and you're snapping at the littlest things. Mm. And then you realise that, hang on a minute, I don't want to be like this anymore. Mm. And I, the first thing I went and got was CBT as well. And I was, and I'd already trained up as a coach, yeah. um, but I literally embarked to do NLP, which is a lot about yeah. CBT as well. So yeah, fantastic. 
you can hear it. And I found it such an empowering techniques um, that you gain from it. There's so many tools and techniques you get from CBT that I can apply to my own life and then also for my clients and everybody else that I deal with. So, yeah, I mean, I have had my own mental health um, experiences too. And I know the importance of well-being, you know, emotional, mental and physical well-being. Because I've been there. I've been there myself. Yeah. And I think that's really fundamental as well to... Um, for people to know that mental health can happen at any time even though you've been through it and you've come out of the other end that's not to say you're never going to have sort of bumps on the way oh yeah but what you have now are these amazing tools that yeah. are going to help you through them and i think 100% completely so why don't you tell us a little bit about you know your blueprint and how this came about and how you support your clients when it comes around to sort of anxiety around dating and you know what are the commonalities that you found yeah absolutely so as you mentioned i have the four c's um blueprint that i use for relationship coaching and dating coaching so basically i like to talk about four key areas when it comes to coaching and i will list it and then i'll go into each one so the first one is carriage so that is all about the emotional baggage and any attitudes that you are carrying with you that is no longer serving you yeah because what we need to remember is that our dating and relationship experiences don't begin with how you start the next one it begins with how you ended the previous one. Okay. So you do need to think about how the other relationship experience ended or dating experience ended, because there may be something that you need to heal from that. There may be some self-forgiveness work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So the second area is connection. That is all about being your authentic self, your goals, your dreams, your desires, your values, um, knowing what your vision is, what your mission is in life. So that's one area that I help my clients deal with. Then the third one is communication, because effective communication, when it comes to our relationships, is so vital. Yeah, I think it's one of the top things that has it to be it is one of the top things. It's one of the most biggest gripes that I get when it comes to you know coaching is, is that, I'm not heard, I'm not listened to. The other person doesn't give me time to talk. Mm -hmm. And it is more than just verbal communication. It's about body language as well. You know, it's about the tone of your voice. Communication is such a big piece. And the fourth one is ceremony. So this is basically where I work with my dating and my relationship clients to come up with routines and practices that help okay. them along their um life so it's about celebrating yourself you know little ceremonies that you can do little rituals that you can do yeah, it sounds very spiritual <laughs> it does isn't it it does um sounds very spiritual but it is more about morning routines bedtime routines it's about breathing techniques it's about meditation if you're into it um those kind of things that can really help you sleeping well eating well those kind of things that you know can really kind of kind of underpin everything else really is more of a holistic approach so when it comes to the first one which i spoke about being the carriage what you're carrying around what i do encourage my um clients to do and anybody that i'm talking to can even be friends because it's not just professional you know coaching that i do i just share information where i can yeah uh, it's all about if you're going into a dating experience for example i say to do a SWOT analysis and for people who are in the business <laughs> I think it's really helpful. Um, I've never thought of that. I use SWOT analysis all the time. Do you? Yeah. 
yeah, I might do that. <laughs> do a SWOT analysis on it because it's quite a powerful technique. Because mm. if you are carrying any emotional baggage or you have any attitudes that aren't really serving, or it could be serving the dating experience, you can break it down into say, so what's the strengths of the dating experience? Mm. What are the weaknesses of it? What are the opportunities and what are the threats? Now, of course, you want to see more um, more things written in the strengths and the opportunity boxes because that is going to give you a more positive feeling about the days and experiences. Mm-hmm. But it's also really insightful because if you can see that you've got lots of stuff written in threats, you've got lots of stuff written in weaknesses, that's the stuff that needs to be worked on. Absolutely. Potentially healed. And those are the areas that we can tackle a bit more when it comes to what are you carrying around? Because sometimes you do find that we have certain attachment styles mm-hmm. as well. Might not be serving the dating experience. And there's loads out there on attachment styles. Um, because you can have people who are very secure when it comes to dating and relationships. Yeah. You can have those who are very anxious when it comes to dating and relationships and also you've got those ones who are are the avoidant ones they might not even know it but they're the ones who are looking for the one and they will make excuses for the person that they have met to not be the one the one exactly so again we get to explore attachment styles because ideally um if you are a secure person you're going to be quite confident when it comes to dating Mm -hmm. and experiences but if you are anxious it's about okay so where does that anxiety come from because there is okay to have needs 100 we all have needs we have physical needs we have social needs security needs spiritual needs emotional needs that's absolutely okay Mm. but when you are a needy person in terms of you feel disempowered you are kind of got this desperate energy that's what needs to be tackled in that area interesting yeah yeah, that's really interesting because you know i hear about and I look at um, people when they have when I'm coaching around other aspects and a lot of the times people talk about other people yeah interesting because you're talking about needy people like people also who haven't who've been in relationships for a very very long time Mm -hmm. and then you know imagine like now with the COVID then there's been so many breakups that's happened because of the COVID Mm -hmm. They're struggling to cope alone, so they're jumping into another relationship straight away. I mean, what's your thoughts on that and how, you know, is it a good thing or uh, is it something that people need to take time out from? I would say when you end a relationship or dating experience, it's so important to take stock and to seek the lesson and the learning from the experience rather than going to somebody on the rebound because you are just carrying, as I said, the emotional baggage that you may have into mm. the next relationship so you have to evaluate it you may be you may feel absolutely ready to move into the next relationship but it's still important to take evaluation of yourself and it's really interesting actually because i saw um online that new research by the dating app called hinge i'm not sure if you've heard of him no i've not heard of hinge yeah it's a dating app out there well they've revealed that more than 53 percent of their users now feel ready for a long-term serious relationship because of the whole covid situation and the pandemic because what it has done is is allow people because we've been in isolation mm. um it's allowed people to evaluate themselves to assess where they are to take more stock of their 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 needs their values their goals and i believe that people are no not wanting to waste time so much on having unfulfilling dating experiences mm. 
just so that they can go out there and meet numbers. It's more about the quality of the relationship. It's about assessing the suitability and compatibility of the person that you are dating. So I do feel that people do need to take stock of where they are. Are they ready to move on? Is there anything that needs to be filled in terms of their feelings of worthiness, deservingness, um, that needs to be looked at first before moving it on? Because you will, I think, ultimately take that on into the next experience that you have. And that's not going to be Sometimes helpful. you just don't realise it's subconsciously there, isn't it? You don't. Until you start repeating the same patterns and behaviours that happened in the previous one. Then we question and say, so why has that happened again? Because we didn't evaluate the previous situation enough to be able to make a change. And as you said earlier, you know, we are we like to stay in our comfort zones and change sometimes isn't easy for us. And this yes. has been a huge period of change for us over the year, past year and a half. So um, it really is important that people take stock and evaluate where they are before they move on. And there's no time frame as to how long it is for somebody to move on. It will vary from individual mm. to individual. Um, but it really is I do feel critical to just take stock of where you are and to really assess, are you ready for the next stage and experience? Because you hear so many of these myths where people say, oh no, one's entered, there's plenty of fish in the sea, jump mm. on that horse and off you yeah. go. And it's, I don't think it's as easy as it's, you know, they say it is. And I, I don't approve when you say, oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea and yeah, you can just jump back on the horse, easy as pie, you know, and... Yeah, well, exactly. But what is that saying about us in terms of there's plenty of fish in the sea? You're just going to go on and date for the date for the sake of dating. Yeah, it's like we have to know our value, and because if we do that, we probably will end up in situations where we end up settling for less than our value, and for settling for people who aren't deserving of us. Because we have to bring it back to us. It's not about the other person. Yes. It's about us honouring who we are as individuals and what we deserve and how we should be treated and respected and loved and cared for. You know, and if we're not seeing that because we're jumping into different days and experiences, if that's what you want to do, then know that's what you want to do. And if you get what, you know, if you get a bad quote unquote experience, then you know, perhaps you have to make a change. Yeah, because, you know, like you've said many times, it's, it's you know, we are in control of our thoughts, behaviours and feelings and uh, whatever choice we make that is the, you know, there is going to be an action or a knock-on repercussion from that, whether it's positive or negative, and we have to be ready. And if we, like, you know, if we haven't developed our self-awareness, then we're not going to be able to tackle those challenges. Definitely. And I would say that, you know, when I also, you know, coach my relationship and dating clients, because whilst we have a look at what they are carrying around, any emotional baggage, attachment styles, anything they need to heal from, sometimes there's a piece of self-forgiveness work that needs to be done as well. Mm -hmm. um, and people think, okay, do I have to forgive the other person? You know, if I had a bad experience, do I have to forgive the other person? It's okay. Forgiveness isn't about condoning the behaviours of another person, or what may have happened or what they did to you or the situation. Forgiveness is about you releasing yourself from those negative energies, from the toxic feelings that you may have in, so that you can unburden yourself and give yourself permission to move on, to seek a new experience. So the forgiveness piece is huge when it comes to um, the dating experience and romantic relationships in general. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's so much into it i mean how do you see dating say 15 20 years ago to now and the effects it has on people's you know mental well-being 
when you think about it now because we have dating apps around and there are definitely pros and cons there are many benefits to Mm -hmm. dating apps and then you see on the other side of it where it is a number game you know there is so much as you say fish in the sea that um it's almost like we go into overwhelm with it no but there's so much that we cannot make a decision basically because we've got so much choice and i feel that 15 20 years ago where we were meeting people more organically yes and that could be through work it could be through family friends friends of friends there was more of an opportunity to meet people more organically and suss people out and I was having a conversation with um, a friend of mine the other day actually and she was saying how you know she's had some really frustrating experiences on dating apps and it's really frustrating when somebody comes up to you or they send you a message and they say hi and that's all you get yes oh my goodness <laughs> and she said if you went to a pub or somewhere and someone came up to you and said hi and just looked at you you would think and more no would you go out to somebody in a pub or would you <laughs> say hi how how are you doing you know, <laughs> would go a bit further surely so i think there's the, those frustrations that you get with dating apps that it really has as well i'm um, not just dating apps i just think when it comes to our written communication so i think a lot of the dating experiences have started on some form of written communication whether it's text whatsapp and we don't move into um that whole connectivity further through a telephone call yes and back in the day i think back in the day i feel really old when i say that back in the days you know when we were meeting i'm kind of there back in the days when we were meeting people face to face you had that face-to-face interaction you could hear the sound of that person's voice you know and there's so much to communication because um there is um this breakdown as well and you may have heard of it uh, you may not have or you listeners may or may not have but it's said that communication when related to feelings and attitudes can be broken down um into 50 percent 55 percent sorry of our communication is down to our body language and our physiology so what we are doing with our facial expressions our gestures eye contact as well which is so key when it comes to building oh, gosh, yes is being able to look into somebody's eye 55 percent of our communication is around that then 38 percent is around our voice tonality so the pitch the volume the breaks and the pauses that we take in it and only seven percent of our communication effective communication is down to the words that we use so if we stay stuck in the texting zone which a lot of people not gonna come out of it (laughs) you're not going to come out of it you and you're only effectively communicating seven percent of communication in itself so i would say that now we do need to be moving more swiftly into a telephone call a video call and if somebody does not want to move into that situation or doesn't want to speak to you or um doesn't want to do a video call perhaps that's probably a quite a red flag in itself because how are you going to sustain and maintain a relationship if you can't even get off level one by having a chat with somebody (laughs) what are you looking for so again it's expectations when it comes to relationships because some people you meet are just really looking for a pen pal and they're not looking for anything more it's really important to clarify from the get-go what expectations are um and then also to move to a face-to-face meeting as and when we can i know restrictions in the uk are lifting a bit now so it's going to make it a bit more easier for us to meet up with people in a very safe way just make sure that we're always feeling safe and comfortable when we meet with somebody new um and be able to build up that level of communication there and rapport 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Some really great advice and tips there on that because, you know, I completely agree. Even from my experiences, I resonate with everything that you're saying. It's like, and then there's sometimes that but there's that block, you know, who says it first? But I always say, well, there is no... F- I should say it first or you should say it first. If you feel it's right, then you say what you feel. And like you said, if that person responds, then fantastic. If they don't, then they're probably not the person for you. Um, But it's um, what was interesting that you said, um, you know, as we come out of lockdown, I mean, I'm sure you've got clients now that are kind of thinking about the anxiety and overwhelm of how they will be because there's that fear of the if I meet someone, am I going to catch COVID? You know, or are they vaccinated or not vaccinated? Because at the moment, as we know, there's a lot of politics around that and some people want to be vaccinated. So we sound like animals, don't we? Be vaccinated. <laughs> Have you been injected yet? Injected? We've got to change it. It sounds really awful. <laughs> I know. It really has become quite technical, isn't it? In terms of, can I meet with you? Can I not? Do I feel comfortable meeting with you? If not, and I think that's really, you know, that's one of our deal breakers, I think, because when it comes to dating and us moving into more physical contact, in that, that in itself is going to cause some social anxiety compounded with dating anxiety as it is. Mm-hmm. So it really is knowing what your deal breakers are and having at least, you know, five, top five, deal breakers when it comes and it could even be the person that I meet or start talking to has to be vaccinated or they have to have the same political views as me or the same religious views so don't you've got that expectation there um if you're going out you may even ask somebody to do one of those rapid flow tests before they meet with you and send you the results <laughs> can you send me a screenshot of your test result please um, oh my goodness for the people who are for you they will be absolutely okay with that. So what would you say to people um, right now, like a tip or two, to say, you know, if they're feeling a bit anxious about this, obviously you said, you know, have your expectations, but if they're having those kind of emotions still happening and those thoughts, what would you say to them that they need to do? Dig deeper. Dig Dig deeper deeper. into what exactly, what is triggering you? What Mm -hmm. is triggering those emotions? It might not even be anything to do with the dating experience in itself. Sometimes some of our anxiety stems from previous experiences that go back years. And one technique that can be really helpful for healing, because sometimes if we're being triggered, it's because there's something that we haven't yet healed from. Mm. There's some anxiety around that. So one thing that can be really useful um, to do when it comes to the healing process is to write a list of every single person that you feel has hurt you in the past and that could be it doesn't have to be just romantic experiences it could be family members it could be a school teacher it could be anything like that it doesn't have to be it could be something that really upset you frustrated you that angered you that gave you some really low vibes feelings and then you start to work on that to understand okay so how can I heal from this no how can I change my thoughts my feelings and emotions around this so something that's really um a powerful technique that I use with my clients is the positive aspects Mm -hmm. technique or an appreciation technique. So you get to what was, what could be the positive aspect of that situation? You're not condoning that person's behavior, but what you're doing is saying, but what did I learn from it? Yes. How have I, how did I change? How did I grow? How did I evolve from that situation? And try to find a positive aspect from it. Yes. And then that can be the antidote to that feeling Mm. as well. 
So I think when it comes to anxiety, it really is just digging deeper. It really is because there's something that's triggering you that needs to be resolved, that needs to be healed maybe. Um, and then, like I said before, the SWOT analysis would be really helpful to do if you are feeling that anxious anxiety. I'm going to go away and do that. <laughs> and yeah, it's really it's a really enlightening process to do because ideally, and if you can keep adding to it, it's a working document. Yes, yes. So you keep adding to it because um, it's important that we self awareness is key when it comes to all aspects of our life, not even just dating, but when it comes to our health, when it comes to our finances, you know, the whole holistic approach. Yes, self awareness is key for our mental health. So yes. it's really vital that we do a SWOT analysis, and it yes. even might be something that you do um every three to six months really in terms of all aspects of your life just to find out how am i feeling and how am i dealing with it is there anything that i could do differently journaling is also a really powerful technique i love journaling yeah oh, it's so great and there's so many different ways that you can journal you can free flow and you have journals out there that are already got a structure to them that allow you to to tackle your, your thoughts your feelings and your emotions yes. how you behave you struggle about with that kind of initial thought so it just triggers yeah. exactly like little cues isn't it little yes. cues that you can have and then it starts to become second nature mm. to you so i would say that when you start to do positive aspects appreciation this gratitude yes. it's so good because it might not feel like sometimes we have a lot to be grateful for but there are many many little blessings and big blessings that occur every single day and if we can get into a practice of noticing those blessings even if it's just three of those things before you go to bed or three of those things when you wake up in the morning it can really help us um to feel better about ourselves and about life and then that will naturally move on into our dating experiences as well yeah no amazing and it's funny you know of you know I, I coach around mental health and well-being life and performance how many similarities there are in terms of doing that and you talking about also the SWOT analysis I tend to use the wheel of life but then yeah. I do it to different elements of you know your life or your business and it's interesting yeah. really really interesting yeah. um I want to ask so if you had one wish what would that wish be in life in general however um, you want it however so um i know i shared with you before we got onto the call that yeah. i have a four-year-old daughter and she has a diagnosed disability mm -hmm. um and she's been diagnosed with significant global developmental delay and also suspected autism mm -hmm. which means that she's very very delayed although she may be four years old typically she's running at the age of about a two-year-old she's mm -hmm. currently um non-verbal um so she doesn't speak any words but she makes beautiful happy noises and i know and and sound which is lovely um she learned to walk about six months ago and she's still finding her feet and her balance but there's so much more to investigate but if i could have one wish right now it would be to understand a little bit more about her condition Mm -hmm. um to get some really good um medical advice because there's so much more that could be explored really so my one wish would be just to understand a little bit more about her and for her to continue to thrive um as she is because she is flourishing so irrespective of her diagnosed disability yeah and the challenges that she has my one wish would be for her to continue to thrive to continue to be happy to continue to be the most loving amazing daughter ever um so that you no know, she can just 
so she can flourish in this world nice. and, and i think she's teaching a few people as well mm-hmm. and she's one of my greatest teachers so i just want my one wish is for her to keep doing her and just to be her a beautiful amazing self amazing that's so beautiful and you know what she will be i mean I, this is recorded nobody can see you right now but they'll be looking at your um obviously your pictures and the photographs of you <laughs> but you are so inspiring and for her to have a mother like you that you know has so much to give so much understanding the wealth of knowledge the love that you have thank you of course she's gonna have that and you know i can see that sitting here in front of you you know <laughs> through the screen um, oh, that means yeah, so much. Thank you. absolutely thank you. she's lucky to have you and you're lucky to have her so. um, yeah i'm totally blessed i'm a spiritual person so i always say i'm so happy that she chose me um as her mummy and i'm so happy that you know we chose each other so that we can go on this beautiful journey called life together yeah. great well i wish you all the best and that that wish will come true thank you <laughs> so much <laughs> um okay so if do, no actually do you have a quote or a mantra that you go by well there is one particular quote that will always stick with me um well there's two can i just say two yeah go for right. it okay i'll do two <laughs> firstly i love this quote by um dr wayne dyer which is if you change the way you look at things the things you look mm-hmm. at change because it's all about perspective when it comes to life and i love that quote um and the other quote that i have is from a a lady called eleanor roosevelt Mm -hmm. and it is the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams and i do believe that whatever dreams that can be in all aspects of your life if you believe in it then you can achieve it so those are two quotes that really resonate with me yeah, amazing. I, the, the first one, I love that, you know, Eleanor Roosevelt's one, yeah. uh, which you've just said, is, that's beautiful. But the first one by Dwyer, I love, I go by that one as well. Yeah. It's a really powerful one. We're going to continue this conversation offline because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> absolutely fantastic so if our uh, our leaners uh, our listeners want to get in touch with you or want to learn more about you where can they go okay so i am known over all social media handles as teresha young so my website is teresiayoung.com i have a youtube channel with loads of free videos Mm -hmm. on there that can help you with mental health dating and relationships and that's teresia young you can find me on my facebook as teresia young linkedin teresia young also instagram teresia young i am omnipresent as teresia young (laughs) (laughs) i wonder how many times you said teresia young (laughs) there we go so much so if you just, just google teresha young i'm sure you'll find me <laughs> you will definitely pop up i've already googled you so you already did pop up not oh, that gosh, i'm stalking you but... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you have to do your research i do absolutely it's research uh, okay so any last parting words before we say goodbye i would like to just encourage everybody that yes we may have no fears we may have doubts may have obstacles challenges when it comes to our dating and romantic um, experiences and relationship experiences but if we can just know what those are we are able to come to a solution so believe in yourself you know believe in the experiences that you will have going forward and Things can be healed, but give yourself time. And remember, self-care is so important because that is the underlying factor when it comes to your dating and your relationship experiences. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So thank you again, Teresa Young. For anybody else who didn't catch the name. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, and there's a H in it as well. T E R E S H A. Yes. <laughs> um, it's been a pleasure, a real pleasure. Uh, I've enjoyed speaking with you and having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, there. Well, there we go. Amazing interview. I got so much from talking to her and could relate to so much. I'm sure that all of you got lots of tips and tools out of it. Yeah, dating is a minefield, an absolute minefield out there. It, it's just changing day by day. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel that dating has become more like a job and basically uh, needs to be scheduled in these days uh, to have time to actually go through all those apps and things. But I suppose, you know, it's how we look at it. Um, that's, you know, the what it's all about. And um, I think what Teresha has said fundamentally is starting from the self-awareness, which is what I talk about a lot. You know, how many of us actually take time to evaluate and take stock, as she says, and some great, you know, um, things to follow in terms of a f um, blueprint of the four C's. You know, being happy with yourself is so important first. And then the rest kind of puzzles in. And giving yourself time to look at your behaviours, your thoughts and your feelings. Uh, another question, you know, she put out there was, you know, what are your deal breakers? Yeah, what are your deal breakers when it comes to relationships? Uh, you know, tweet in, would love to hear what those deal breakers are. And then, you know, she shared some tips in terms of the positive aspects. So look at the positive aspects in terms of relationships and then the appreciation side of things. And also use that SWOT analysis. I'm definitely going to be looking at that SWOT analysis in terms of relationships. I've used it for all sorts of other things, but not for myself in terms of a relationship. So that's going to be really interesting. And of course, she left us with that wonderful quote by Dwyer. If you change the way you look at things, then the things will change. And it's so true. It's about taking different perspectives, but in all elements of life you know personal or your business so it's really really important to just take time to look at things from another perspective and we know her name's Teresha Young uh, with an H in it so that was said enough times so you, you can definitely definitely find her online okay I think it's time for a music break to stretch our feet and just take some time so here we go to our break Yeah. 
Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, there we had it fit. A beautiful song by Toto, I'll Be Over You. Yes, nice chill-out song this week. So, let's move on to things that are happening this month. Well, first of all, I can't believe it. It's the end of April. Where on earth is this year going? Uh, Is anyone else out there feeling that this year is just flashing by? Before we know it, we'll be putting on uh, uh, or putting up our Christmas trees again. Oops, yes, I did say Christmas. Sorry, apologies. But it just feels like it's just rushing past. So is that a good thing? Yes, no, I wonder. Um, I just hope that the summer lasts a bit longer because I'm just dying for some warmth and heat. Right, um... A couple of weeks ago, I, I want to share some, a couple of testimonials that I got because I think it's really important as well to share the successes that are happening. I got, um, you know, a parent contacted me after I'd um, supported her daughter with some anxiety that she was having in her, you know, in a secondary school, sort of being around um, crowds of people, meeting new people. 
And I did two sessions of coaching NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and some EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Tapping. And a week later, uh, which is wonderful, her mum texts me to say that she felt so much better and that she used the tapping during the time in school and it really, really helped her. And I felt so inspired receiving that feedback. So it's wonderful that, you know, this young person was able to use those techniques. And I think we need to acknowledge that, that that's just one young girl. And there must be so many out there who are feeling the same or about exams coming up. So let's look at some strategies and support out there for the for young people so that they can move confidently forward. Um Last week, I finished a coaching uh, um, sessions, a whole sort of over the last six months with a client that I had who came to me because he was feeling really overwhelmed with a fair bit of anger, not knowing how to control it and also feeling pretty emotional. Now, it's not often that, um, we, as we know, men express their feelings, but it was wonderful. He was so open to what was really going on inside of him and I was able to... Um, really dig deep with him and help him through that transformation. So a long story short, um, Jamie made a huge change and continues to do so. And, you know, does these check-in points every so often to let me know how he's getting on. But also within his um, own family, I was supporting his wife as well. She at the time was having twins. So it was a great journey for me, but for him as well. And not only that, his family noticed a massive change in him overall from, you know, from the beginning to the end. And Jamie now feels more empowered and in control in managing difficult situations. And he made me such a lovely video testimonial, which can be found on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, the truth is, I absolutely loved coaching him, and it was so sad that uh, it came to an end. But I'm still there, so if he ever needs or anyone needs to just pop back in, they can always pop in for a session. But I guess that's my job, is to help people, support people, so that they can then go away and be their very best and feel empowered so yeah that that's really cheered me up both of those over the last couple of weeks okay so coming up uh next month we've got national walking month uh uk maternal mental health awareness week from the 3rd to the 9th of may so dates to look out for sun awareness week from the 3rd to the 9th and then mental health awareness week from the 18th to the 24th of May. So these are coming up in May. So do um, keep a lookout for them. Do continue to tweet in and let us know what you are doing. Share the great things that you're doing, um, your comments, your shout outs. It's wonderful. Finally, I, you know, I would like to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for your tweets. You can listen again and download the show and any previous shows on my podcast platform, which is anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen nurani msm. That's uh, anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen nurani. That's N W O R A N I M S M.
So please do continue to share the Mindset Matters with your friends and families, networks and communities to bring about greater awareness of mental health and well-being. I'm here, as you know, every Friday, same time, same place. Okay, if you are interested in supporting the show and would like to sponsor the show, then that would be fantastic. So you can contact me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. And also, if you're an expert out there in your field with things to do with mental health and well-being, areas that you support in, do get in touch with me at the same email and why not share your expertise and what you are doing out there uh, for the country, for the world, uh, to help bring more awareness. So do get in contact with me for that as well. And if you've got a personal story that you've encountered through mental illness and mental health and that you're on that road to recovery or even come out of it, I would love to hear from you. By sharing your personal journeys, people can resonate at a much deeper uh, depth. And that's what's fundamentally important. So again, do get in touch with me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. So next week, who have I got? Well, I have Jack Ravel. Now, he is a life coach. He will be talking about his transition in life and his encounters with mental health. He started off as a model, uh, but also had his own small business, uh, like a store market. But he'll be telling you a lot more about that next week and then why he does what he does now in terms of his life coaching right i'm just having oh i just want to apologize before i head off for the technical issues uh, they're still going on so i've been manually doing it my first tech issue hmm, since i started in january amazing i hope i handled that well uh, anyway so it's been lovely being here again uh, let's hope you all have a wonderful weekend keep smiling Keep yourself doing the things that you love, the passion, and, you know, look after your health and your well-being. Try some of the tips that Teresha has mentioned on today's show and tweet in. Let us know how you get on. That would be fantastic. So leaving you with my mission, I empower your mind to live the life you desire, supporting you to find clarity and vision through the darkest of times so that you can shine your light. Continue to keep safe, well, and remember to stick to government restrictions and guidance and have an awesome weekend and see you next week. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numani on Channel 2 Radio. see it that dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it every step I'm taking every move I make feels lost
I'm always gonna wanna make it move 